At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Drama, 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 drama. In the final window that isn't in prime time in a regular season. I'm Jeff Parles here on Live Bet Sunday. Danny Burke alongside. Before we went to break, Pete Carroll at fourth and inches, and he went for it. Kenneth Walker picked it up. Now the Seahawks are on the doorstep. Again, this is all after probably the worst roughing, the running into the punter penalty in the history of the league where a Rams player was thrown into Michael Dixon by a Seahawk player. And instead of it being no call, like any normal referee would do, they threw the flag. And now Seattle, again, Detroit is impacted immensely here. If Seattle wins the game, the Lions are done. doesn't matter what happens tonight. Seahawks would stay alive with a win. They have a third down and goal at the three. There's 221 to go. Danny, the Seahawks are out of timeouts. They just burned their last one. So it is all or nothing now for Seattle. Of course, Pete Carroll would find a way to lose all his timeouts. That's not surprising. We talked about this Rams defense and how excellent they've been in the red zone. We'll we'll see if they can hold strong here, man. I mean, (laughs) I'm kind of hoping they do just so we can get more of an interesting ball game. Run with Kenneth Walker, loss of two. It will be a play from the five-yard line on fourth and goal, and Seattle's going to kick. And that's the proper play here. The tightest game at 16. I don't love that play call by Seattle, though. Getting too conservative. They keep giving it to Walker. I mean, come on. I don't like that. I know know Geno's had a rough day, but why? It's odd. Two yards out, I think he can manage that, right? I would have have given Geno a shot there instead of just running it into the line. So Seattle will at least, uh, Myers is going to be for 22 yards. So this is a chippy to tie this game at 16. And at least, again, the Rams will have one timeout and 223 to go. Uh, the, uh, the game is currently off the board. You know, we're waiting until after the kick to get a number back. Danny, I think I actually would take the Rams in a pick scenario here. I think I would do it. I think I would do it and take a shot that Baker can get him in field goal range for Matt Gay. Hey, Jeff, a couple other things. One, your boy Chase Daniels. Yes, finally, the Chargers bench their starters, finally. Two, why is that? Oh, Danny, you're not going to believe it. Denver muffed the punt. (laughs) Don't put him back there. What are you doing? That's okay with me, but what are you doing? (laughs) 
Oh, that How was spectacular. You need to learn. I don't know. That no was, one geez. Do it, should. Don't put anyone back there. If you do, don't catch it. I just. It's uncanny. <laughs> this year has been. I always have like one shtick. You know, I kind of like stand by like. What was it? Oh, yeah. I said, like, the sacrifice fly was dead. That was, you know, our thing we joke about. Oh, a couple unless of years if it's ago. Tony LaRusso, it was dead, though, Danny. <laughs> right. And then now in football, it's don't put punt returners back there. It's just something new every year for a different sport. But it's just so, so bad. I, I don't understand why risk. Again, this game doesn't matter for either team. But uh, also, I was going to say, Jeff, Dak Prescott's still in the game. We've hit on this a little bit. You're down 17 points right now in the fourth. They just tried to sneak it with him on fourth and short, and I don't believe they got it. Why are you risking him right now? What is the point for you? I don't get why Dells is doing what they're doing. This is pathetic out of him right now, Jeff. I, I just took a piece of the Rams uh, minus 105, Danny. So, Godspeed. Yeah, Godspeed to me there to go with my plus uh, go with my plus six and a half from earlier in the week. That barring a fiasco, will get there. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Thank you, Brian Ortega. We have to bring up Survivor here because we could end up with a lone champion if the Seahawks don't win this game, Danny. Ooh, totally forgot about right. that. Thank you, Brian Ortega. Remember, the entry Brown A has already won. He had Jacksonville last night. He was very, very fortunate in the end, but got it done. The enemy within went with the Colts today, even with the Vikings against Nathan Peterman and Tim Boyle, and the Colts lost to the Texans. Which, by the way, gave uh, Danny Burks Bears the so first bet. Jed okay. has Seattle. Now, here's what I'll say with this. There was really no great option this week. Even though there were all the giant favorites were already, take, already used up. Seattle was a six-point favorite most of the week. The uh, Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Danny? I think, I think Stanley just put his starters back in the game because Keenan Allen just caught a pass. Well, Chase Daniels still in the game. Okay, though. but the other starters are in the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, regardless. Um, so, here's the deal. There weren't many good options this week. The best option was, honestly, the enemy within actually had the hammer here with Minnesota and didn't use it and ended up losing. Inexcusable. Uh, the, the Jed, Seattle was his best option. Seattle and Jacksonville were his two best options. Now, I probably would have used Jacksonville over Seattle with the way that I saw, thought of that, those two Same. games. But Seattle's rational pick, Danny. Rational pick with the way it is. They need to win. They're, uh, we're at one point a six-and-a-half-point favorite this week against a, a team that you would think is a dead team. Uh, but, look, I, we could end up with just Brown A, the number with, with the Jacksonville Jaguars on a defensive touchdown last night. Being the lone survivor if the Seahawks don't find a way to win this game now. I'm with you. I would like if that was my options, if it was Jacksonville and then coming down to Seattle, I would have leaned with Jacksonville too. Cause I, but it's, but it's, down, so but, I like but, 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 I under, but right. it's close though. It's close enough sure. where it's like, oh, all yeah. right, I understand why you did this. hundred percent. I do not for the life of me understand how you do not pick the Minnesota Vikings. Like, I feel sick to my stomach, and I'm not the one who even did that. That makes zero sense how you do not pick the Minnesota Vikings if you are the enemy within. You're your own enemy. You didn't pick the Vikings. <laughs> you picked Jeff Saturday and the freaking Colts. Come on, man. By the way, Keenan Allen just caught a touchdown. That's 31-26 in Denver. Chase Daniel with a touchdown pass, as we all expected. Yeah. So uh, Chargers going for two down six. Chase Daniels four four for two for twenty four yards and a touchdown in this game. It's actually See, not a if he just keeps throw. it at that, he's getting another big contract coming his way. All time <laughs> swindler. Yeah, yeah, all time all time finesse <laughs> for uh, Chase Daniel. <laughs> Eagles stack on a field goal twenty two to nine. Not good enough to cover any numbers right now. Giants still covering all of them at twenty two to nine. And uh, again, the Cowboys again, Danny. This it's one thing if this happened with Cooper Rush. It's another thing to get run off the field in a game where Washington really isn't having even played well offensively, 23-6, and Dak Prescott was going to hopefully end this game 14-34, Danny. Hopefully ended that way. 
That is so, so bad. And you have a competent backup in Cooper Rush. So if you're really trying to win this game and trying to keep your players healthy, why you didn't start him or not start him, but why you didn't play him, who the heck knows, man? I, why are you still out there? Why were they sneaking it with Prescott on fourth and short too? Like it's one thing to have him out there and then you're putting his body on the line for a play he didn't even accomplish. It's it's ridiculous what McCarthy's doing here, and it's not helping anything for the postseason. In fact, I feel like it's making it worse, play by play. Offense looks like a mess. Well, I you know it's again. I'm just curious to see what this line does because of this. I'm curious because I always thought Dallas is going to be four, three and a half, north of three in that game at Tampa. I'm not so certain anymore, and that kind of no, changes. Yeah, I don't. That so. changes the calculus of how you would bet that game. By the way, yeah, I could be south of three, which if it's south of three, there's no bet to be made in that game. Unless if you think Tampa's going to win the game outright. Right. So at least again, for me, at least I I would fully prepare to bet Tampa getting north of three. But if it's south of three, I could be a little bit more cautious on that. Uh, The 49ers and the Cardinals are kind of just playing out the string in this fourth quarter, Danny. That uh, that under after the last touchdown is sailing to the finish line here. 38 to 13 San Francisco in front with a little under three minutes to go. Uh, Blau just threw another interception. Yeah, he did. Oh, that might be a pick six actually. Cause AJ green decided not to touch the guy. Now he's going backwards. Just fall down. There you go. Niners will have first up oh, that. That's going to be a first and goal for San Francisco. Also Baker Mayfield in a lot of trouble on third and eight. And he's complete, but short. All right, it's fourth and two for the Rams, and they're going to have to punt. Danny, I think this game's heading to overtime at this rate. Gino will have a little under a minute and no timeouts to get in field goal range. <laughs> I, I feel like you have a Geno Smith interception coming, right? Doesn't it kind of feel like he's going to try for something deep? It may not be right away. Maybe when, you know, just a few seconds left, whatever it comes down to, and he chucks it up. I, I don't have that much confidence in Gino. The way the secondary has torched him, they don't have that much confidence based on what you saw in the red zone. Uh, I know you're sweating out the Rams, so I'm rooting for you, buddy. And I just kind of like the idea of it really being a do-or-die situation with Detroit and Green Bay. Although, if Seattle did end up winning, I'd probably be more tempted to look at the Lions, as weird as that may seem, because I would get the adjusted number, oh, maybe like what six. A six mess up! Oh, that was so bad by the gunner on the Rams. They were going to have him pinned inside the one, and he overran it. Oh, that was such a good punt by Riley Dixon. But a lucky break for Seattle. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) What a lucky break for the Seahawks, who are catching the breaks in this fourth quarter. By the way, it got worse for Dallas. Dak threw three straight incomplete passes, Danny. Yeah, keep them going, baby. Keep building that confidence. You're doing you're doing swell. 14 to 37. 14 to 37 for Dak today. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. By the way, the Eagles, 22 to 9. The Giants are near midfield. They're gonna have a free play here. Oh, they're gonna blow it dead. But the Giants, I look. They're out of timeouts. They would have to recover an onside kick even if they score a touchdown. Philadelphia only beating this version of Giants by one score is a bad look. I don't care what you say, Danny. (laughs) We got more to come. We got a Sunday night game to preview as well. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSEN experts have you covered. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of $9.99. VSEN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that lets you see where the money and bets are moving on every game. Deep dive betting reports, betting guides for the biggest games of the season, and much more. Don't miss this limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe to sign up today for just $9.99 to become part of the VEASAN family. All right, it's coming down to a kick in Seattle after the officials have handed this game to the Seahawks. I'm Jeff Parles. He's Danny Burke. Uh, so far, to recap what has happened in this fourth quarter, the refs ex- extended a drive for Seattle on a running into the punter where a Ram defender was thrown into the punter by a Seahawk gunner. And now on this drive, Geno Smith gets a 15-yard penalty because he ran into Jalen Ramsey. And here you go. That's the difference right now. It's a 46-yard field goal from Myers. The snap is down. The kick is no good. He doinked it. All right, that's karma. (laughs) That was karma. I'm sorry, that was karma. That was karma right there for the Seahawks. And look, I, I look, I, that was this was so ridiculous from the refs in this fourth quarter. Where again, I have the Rams plus the points here. I do have a money line in-game bet with the Rams, but it's not that significant in the grand scheme of things. But if Detroit, who again, Danny, you know better than me and anyone, where I have bashed, I bashed people early in the year, took the victory lap a little too early on the Lions. If the Lions were eliminated from the playoffs because of what the refs have done in Seattle in this fourth quarter, that would have been a disgrace. And lucky for the Lions, Myers, a pretty darn good kicker, doinks it off the right upright, and they're alive because a tie here would also eliminate Seattle, assuming that Green Bay and Detroit don't tie. Jeff, that was a $3 million kick right there for somebody. Yes, it was. Let's not forget. That's awful. I mean, just sweat that out. Are you kidding me? Do you imagine being in that position? And now you got to sweat out overtime where usually, you know, if something like that happens more often than not, I feel like the other team comes through. You had your opportunity. You blew it. The Rams get the ball first. I don't know, man. I I, I feel better about your position with the Rams than I would with the Seahawks. I I don't feel good about anything right now. That's all I'll tell you. True, but (laughs) In Seattle, a finite Seattle, amount that you might. Seattle wins the toss. They'll get the ball first. Uh, so Hey, guess what? What? Cooper Rush is in that quarterback, finally. Uh, good enough. Good <laughs> enough. Uh, by the way, uh, the Giants, uh, Danny, the Giants are going to have a chance to win this game with a recovered onside kick here. Uh, <laughs> touchdown into the back of the end zone. What an amazing catch that actually was. Uh, by uh, who was that? Was that? Oh, it was Kenny Galladay. Of course it was. Wow. <laughs> Welcome back, Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay with a great catch in the back corner of the end zone. Uh, the Giants are covering all numbers now. Uh, the Giants are going to cover all numbers from the middle of the week now, too. Uh, and for Philadelphia, Danny, I look, I, I, I understand what you were saying before. This is a, this is a mess. 
that this is going to legitimately have to recover an onside kick to beat the Giants' second string and third string guys. Now it has officially become a mess. <laughs> this is this is not good for Philly. This is really bad. Yeah. So well, you let up. him hang around a little too long. Yeah. I, I just yikes, yikes. And again, remember Philly recovers the onside kick to the one seed in the NFC. So they'll have a week right. to figure this out. And quite frankly, Danny, wouldn't shock me if they play the Giants again in two weeks. Wouldn't shock me one bit. Remember the Giants go to Minnesota after the 49ers finish off their thrashing of the Arizona Cardinals, 38-13 the final there. And you're now looking, uh, again, Niners in the two-hole. They're going to play either Seattle, Green Bay, or Detroit, depending on what happens in the overtime in Seattle and more. And here you are, Danny. By the way, I'm kind of stunned local Fox is not swapped out of this disastrous Cowboys-Washington game where, where Dallas is punting again. Washington's going to win, just no matter by how much. 26-6, uh, to six, uh, the score there in, uh, in Landover with four minutes to go. Uh, Dallas is just an, an embarrassing performance by Dallas offensively, where um, they are averaging, Danny, again, the Dallas Cowboys are averaging a hearty 2.7 yards of play today. <laughs> I'm sweating out in under 34 and a half in that game, Jeff. I think you're going, I think as long as you don't get a big play from Washington here, I think you're fine. They should I think, be taking I think, it I don't think Dallas is taking their timeouts. I think Washington's very content to get to their season's end with no more injuries. I would hope so. Yeah. And I would agree with that too. I, I think that would be the necessary move. So he, <laughs> here you go. Uh, the onside kick in Philadelphia is recovered by the Eagles. That is done. Could you imagine if they didn't? Yeah. <laughs> that the changes Eagles, a lot of things. The Eagles in a very unimpressive performance. Kudos to the Giants for playing hard. Their third string guys played hard. They blew up that in-game team total we were talking about that neither of us bet, thankfully. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the, the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are the number one seed in the NFC and the NFC East champions. They'll go 14-3. and three. They beat the Giants 22-16. to 16. In a very, very, really just a bad performance by Philadelphia today. Uh, but Danny, they'll have, a, they'll have a week to get things right. They'll have a bye. So, st they're still dangerous, obviously. They don't feel throughout. I uh, sweated a little bit more than I thought. I, I had an adjusted win total bet of 13 and a half to the over with the Eagles. So, uh, you know, you we're happy there. we got there. <laughs> we got there. Not in the prettiest of ways, but we got there, Jeff, nonetheless. All so, right. So, yeah, like you said. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead, Danny. Finish. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm looking out. So, obviously, Seattle's got the ball first here, which actually I I kind of like that for the Rams a lot more because, again, it's not like you're necessarily killing anybody by getting into the end zone. So, if you trust the defense enough, get the stop, then settle for the field goal. I think that sets up a lot better for the uh, for the Rams, honestly. All right. So, third and seven coming. Geno incomplete to Ramsey. Or excuse me, to Metcalf, almost intercepted by Ramsey. Again. I was going to say it might as, might as well have been a Ramsey. <laughs> Ramsey's got two to again. Jalen, <laughs> for a for what has been a really rough year for Jalen Ramsey, all things considered, Danny, in a game that's meaningless, Jalen Ramsey's for the Rams, I should say. Jalen Ramsey played great today. Made two two yeah, interceptions, and quite frankly, the tackle that set up the late the late Seattle field goal. That was a touchdown for Kenneth Walker if he didn't get out there. That was an extraordinary play. But here you go, third and seven for Seattle. Gino is in trouble. He's incomplete. Do we have any flags? No, we do not. And the Rams will be getting the football back as long as they don't call it ridiculous running into the punters anymore. Or they don't muff the punt. Oh, yeah. Can't forget about that, Jeff. <laughs> well, you got to put someone back there because Dixon, you know, is capable of hitting a 75-yard <laughs> punt. True. So, that is true. No, only 32. I will say for Seattle, that only took 34 seconds. So that was a lot of, there's still a lot of time, all things considered, in this overtime. <laughs> uh, the Rams have moved to a betting favorite now at minus 160, Danny. Can't bet that now, but. No, no, you're, they're in you're, great you're, position. You're, you're, you're in good shape. Uh, again, now it's impossible for the Rams, plus the, the early numbers on the Rams to lose. The plus six and right. a half, the plus sixes, it is it is impossible to lose those. You could still hypothetically push the six with a disaster on a defensive touchdown, but you can't lose the six and a half. You obviously, you've won. You can't lose. You've won. Now that the deck score wins, and then the sixes uh, are all uh, at worst pushes, just those late numbers on the Rams. Again, it would take a disaster. Uh, 
Well, actually, not necessarily because Seattle could get the ball back and score an offensive touchdown, but uh, it would take a lot for the Rams not to cover uh, basically all the pre-flop numbers at this point, getting it back at their own 26. Again, a win for Seattle keeps them alive to tonight. A loss eliminates Seattle. A tie also, Odell, and that's not a good play for the Rams. Mayfield sacked for, uh, well, nearly handed it off to the Seahawks. Not a good strategy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, no gain there. Uh, but, uh, again, or, Brian Ortega, a tie would eliminate Seattle as well, correct? Or would – no, because a tie with the Packers and the Lions would also keep Seattle alive. I, just double-check that for me. I'll check for you. you double, now, now that we're in the tie scenarios, we have to make sure we got these right. But a tie here would make it a win and in for Detroit – uh, and uh, and uh, that. Oh, by the way, yes, a Seattle tie and a Washington win would eliminate Seattle. That just said that on the uh, graphic. Mayfield intercepted by Quandry Diggs. By the oh. way, uh, taking a deep Baker. shot. But the one positive for Ram money line backers: the ball's going to be inside the Seattle 35. So still work to be done for Seattle. A shot probably worth taking for Mayfield. Just a nice yeah. play by Quandry Diggs. You see, right after he got the interception, he stuck the ball out to the Rams sideline while he was still in the field of play. But you're right. I mean, again, it, you don't really have that much to lose. You might as well take a don't shot. No problem Baker's with that. Still playing for a job. But yeah, I, I have no problem with that play. That was yeah. a really nice play. Too. I don't know why Diggs ran out of bounds as quickly as he did, though. Yeah. That I don't. Maybe that I don't quite understand. That was uh, that was. Hey, look, uh, no problem with that for Mayfield. Nice play by Diggs. Seattle back to a betting favorite, minus 305 now. Uh, twists and turns a 20. Field goal wins the game. Hey, we got more to come. I'll keep you updated. Live bet Sunday. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money is where the money doesn't match public opinion. You can check out not just today's action but future events as well. vsin.com where you can find the betting splits data every single day. Welcome back in. I'm Jeff Parles. Danny Burks in Chicago. Live bet Sunday. Uh, the Denver Broncos have officially beaten the Chargers 31-28. So that all depends on whatever numbers you got there because there's all a bunch of results that you could have gotten yeah. with that. If you got the Chargers later in the week, you win. If you got Denver early in the week, you win. Uh, teaser numbers good all the way around regardless of what side you got. Uh, but yes, Denver sir. wins 31-28. We'll get to with Danny. We'll get your thoughts on the second. We're going to Seattle. Jason Myers, who missed a field goal at the end of regulation, is now out there on third and seven to attempt what would be a Detroit eliminating field goal and keeping Seattle alive to tonight. Uh, it'd be 32 yards from the left hash. Again, if I'm a, if, if Myers makes this, I again, Lion playoff backers, Lion fans should be extraordinarily aggravated at what has transpired in Seattle because this, look, maybe not in the overtime, but at the end of regulation, this should not even be here. This should have been a Rams win at 16-13. But in the end, Seattle's going to take advantage of this in all likelihood, and the Lions will be done, and Green Bay will, doesn't change, nothing happens up there, changes it for Green Bay. Green Bay's got to win regardless tonight. Uh, but here you go, a 32-yard kick for Jason Myers to at least keep Seattle alive into tonight. The snap is good. The kick is on its way in dead center. Seattle he wins it 19-16. A game still goes under the total as well. Uh, but Seattle survives. Detroit is done. And Green Bay now, it all is on the Packers. If the Packers win, they will go to San Francisco next week. Excuse me, Santa Clara to play the San Francisco 49ers. And if the, the Lions win or the game ends in a tie, Seattle will go to Santa Clara instead, Danny. 
So now what's interesting here is how this line gets impacted, if at all, with the Packers and the Lions. So, uh, again, Green Bay opened about three and a half. You saw it at four and a half for a while. Mm. Now fives are painted across the board. However, it looks like right where you are, Jeff, at South Point, uh, they have the lone five in the hook in favor of the Packers. If this thing gets to six, I think I'll be on the side of Detroit. I still think Detroit, having Dan Campbell as their head coach, really good at motivating his guys. The fact that they're even in this position to begin with, even though they traded TJ Hawkinson, worst defense in the NFL or one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Now you get a chance to still play for motivation in the sense of being a spoiler against a division foe. I think Detroit can keep this thing close. It's not like the Packers, even though they've been playing better, it hasn't necessarily been. I, I mean, again, yeah, you dismantled the Vikings, but the Vikings are the Vikings. And there you go. It goes to six right away at South Point right by you, Jeff. Uh, the Packers still have a lot of question marks around them. It's a familiar opponent, an offense that can move the ball. I get you're going from the dome to the outside, all those things. I'm tempted to look toward Detroit, Jeff. I, if we get to seven, I would take the, the Lions. I don't even think that's a debate at seven. I don't think we're going to get there in time because we're less than an hour from the game. Uh, six and a half. Would only, again, you're no taking Green Bay anymore. You missed that. If you're taking the Packers, you can't do it anymore. Uh, you're going to be waiting for an in-game number. But, yeah, I, I again, this is, uh, th- this is heading to a scenario where, I again, I hope Green Bay wins that game. That was a ridiculous result that just happened in Seattle. I, this should be, if it wasn't for that running, run, that ridiculous running into the punter, we would be talking about a win and in game here, Danny. Mm-hmm. So we would. And that would have been a lot more fun. That would have been great. Yeah. I don't know. Again, That's I don't know true. why the Green Bay game wasn't last night, but again, it's a different argument for a different day. Yeah. All right. Uh, Danny, let's uh, just go through what we just saw at the end here. Uh, so thir- uh, 13 of 14 playoff seeds and teams are set. So we know. The the six we know everything but the two seven in the NFC. We know the two is San Francisco. We don't know the seven yet. Looking at the Giants and the Vikings in a three six, we have the first number out there at DK Danny. Minnesota minus three against the Giants. Danny, the New York Football Giants will beat the Minnesota Vikings in advance of the divisional playoff round. That is your take. Yes, that is my take. I disagree with it. I still like Minnesota. They are incredibly tough team to back, incredibly tough team to watch. I mean, I'm sure you have health problems if you're a Vikings fan, just based on the amount of stress they give you on a game to game basis. Three makes sense. Like if they were somewhat of a normal team, three and a half should probably be the number, but every game seemingly comes down to one score, every meaningful game, not today against the bears. So uh, I get that's why the number is where it is. Look, at the end of the day, I still think just Minnesota has a lot better offense. Daniel Jones can do things here or there from time to time, but Minnesota really gets a benefit from playing at home. Their winning margin is slightly higher at home, and it's really when they go on the road as a small favorite when you see them completely struggle. And not that they haven't at home, but they have a better chance at making adjustments and figuring it out with their home crowd behind them. I truly do think with this unit for Minnesota, they get the benefit of a home field advantage here. So I don't know if I'm going to lay the three because I could see it completely falling on it. I don't like laying threes necessarily because of the chance that you could just easily push. You're probably safe waiting for an in-game spot. I mean, 99 times out of 100 with Minnesota, they're going to give you a better in-game number. And I think that may be the approach for that spot against the Giants. I just don't trust Daniel Jones in a playoff game right now, Jeff. It's it's pretty much as simple as that. The Vikings defense is vulnerable. Saquon may get something going. Daniel Jones can be mobile himself. I'll take the Vikings. I'll take Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Thielen, TJ Hawkinson, Delvin Cook. I'll trust those guys at home. I'm curious to see what this number on Dallas and Tampa pops at. That's what I'm waiting for here. That's still not up yet. Because, again, that was probably going to be north of three with Dallas before what whatever that was that just happened in Landover. That's 26-6, to six, by the way, was the final. Washington wins comfortably in Sam Howell's first career start. And Dallas was especially horrendous offensively in this game. Uh, 2.8 yards of – oh, it actually went up. 2.8 yards of play for Dallas against Washington. Just, just a disaster all the way around. 
Not good at all. Not good at all, Jeff. <laughs> I and look, here's the thing too. It's not that Jeff and I are just overreacting to what we saw with Dallas. Of course, that did not help whatsoever. But it's just been things leading up into that to where you, you still feel like there's something holding you back from fully investing in the Cowboys, at least from my perspective, there always has been. And whether it's the head coach, whether it's Dak Prescott's inability to not turn the ball, uh, ball over and just the idea of you going on the road against Tom Brady in a team that, yeah, has been really bad. But we have mentioned it plenty of times. It still would be completely feasible in an open NFC for this team to go on a little spurt here, to go on a little bit of a run. Now, everything you have seen from Tampa Bay would steer you otherwise to believing that, but that's why it's fascinating when they're going up against a Cowboys team that can very well shoot themselves in the foot, look pathetic like they did against the Commanders today. The uh, Just looking at the other the other matchups we already have for next week, and, and don't worry, we'll have more on Detroit and Green Bay in a little bit. Right now, Packers are five and a half or six against Detroit. 49, the total Lions are eliminated on the virtue of whatever you want to call that win for Seattle uh, in name only. Uh, the Packers win an in for Green Bay. Uh, if they win this game, they are the seventh seed. If they don't, Seattle will go to Santa Clara next week against the 49ers. 49ers won both matchups against the Seahawks this year. Uh, as we know, Danny, uh, the numbers up at DraftKings for the other three AFC games. Bills are up to 10 against Miami. If it's Skylar Thompson, I still don't think that's nearly enough. Chargers are two and a half against Jacksonville. I have no idea what to do with that now because of whatever that EDC was from the Chargers. And then Cincinnati's five and a half against the Ravens. I That is with the assumption that Lamar Jackson will likely play for Baltimore. With Cincinnati, I, I would still lean toward the Bengals. And we talked about this earlier, Jeff. Baltimore's got great surrounding pieces in terms of their line, right? In terms of what they can do defensively. I still don't like that. They really don't have a top receiver, but Lamar Jackson, not taking practice reps, not playing heading into the playoffs scare me. And the Bengals are on a completely different trajectory right now than the Ravens have been. I like Cincinnati in this spot. I'd rather lay it than take it, but I don't know if I'm chomping at the bit to bet it right now. The Chargers game is certainly fascinating. I think the Chargers are the better team, but it's scary to really trust them in this postseason spot. We talked about the total. I think I'd rather bet the over at 46 than do anything with the spread. And with Buffalo at 10, I'd probably stay away uh, at nine and a half would have laid it, but there's a lot of uncertainty with that game. So nothing that I pull the trigger on at this moment. Yeah, I, I am just, I need to see at least with Baltimore, I need to see if Jackson's going to play. If he's not, I think any one number with Cincinnati's comfortable. They kind of just mailed it in today and still won. Chargers, Jaguars, forget it. No, no handicapping that, at least until Wednesday. And then, again, I don't think 10's enough with Buffalo. All right, we're going to look at Green Bay and Detroit. Final game of the regular season. Preview next on Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. And of all the legs but uh, of the parlay, but one hit, you'll get your stick back in free bets up to $25. So log into your account today or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance promotion and then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any pro football game. And if only one leg of the wager misses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Get in fast. Take advantage of it for Green Bay and Detroit, guys. Final game of the NFL regular season. Game 272. We had to add one because of the extra week now, Danny Burke. I'm Jeff Barles. Danny Burke's in Chicago. All right, Danny, we're starting to see some opening lines populate for Dallas and Tampa. Dallas three is the opening one where, again, I think that hook disappeared because of what Dallas did today. So it'll be very difficult to take the to lay to take the three with Tampa now. Maybe Dallas will get bet, and maybe we can get Tampa a better number midweek. Do they have a total posted for it yet? They do not. The only game with a total is Jacksonville and, and L.A. Other than that, nothing else. You got to think it's probably going to be a lower scoring game with Tampa Bay and Dallas, but that's going to be accounted for. I'd imagine like I think it should be 40. 40. I think it should be 42 and a half. That's what I, mean, I would personally have it at, but I wouldn't be shocked if they put 44, but I think it should be 42 and a half. Remember, this total week one was in the 50s. It was 50 and a half. <laughs> uh, that game, Dallas scored three points in that game, Danny. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, the 19-3 in week one. All the way 17 weeks ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll look, we'll have plenty of, plenty of content this whole week here on the network uh, telling you where to look for uh, the, uh, the NFL playoffs. All right, Danny, let's go through it. You're the prop guy on this show. Anything here in the final game of the regular season prop-wise you're looking for? Today was tough. I mean, look, you had your incentives and all those angles, but that's already baked into the games. And I think people overreact with some of those, especially in games where it really meant something to the teams, right? Like you're not going to go out of your way to specifically game plan for some of those guys to reach their incentives because the main goal is to just win. Now things are a little bit different with Detroit in Green Bay. I think the only guy who was close to incentives was Khalif Raymond, but he needed some kind of realistically insurmountable number. Maybe not insurmountable, but it was something like 100 receiving yards to get something. So you could consider that. But moving away from the incentives, now that the dynamic has changed a little bit too, Jeff, the game plan, the play calling could also alter from Dan Campbell and what the Lions do offensively. And now, if you think the Lions do deserve to be in the underdog role, Green Bay has somewhat of a control in this game for the most part. They're going to be winning. Well, that means Detroit will be trailing, needing to catch up, throw the ball more. I would potentially look at some Jared Goff props. I think that could be a viable avenue to take. I personally didn't do anything, but I'm looking right now. Like his passing yards is 243 and a half, passing touchdowns one and a half. The overs plus 105. I don't hate that looking in that angle potentially. Pass attempts, 34 and a half, a little bit of juice to the over. That would be something I would entertain too, because again, they're not probably looking to be conservative. They don't have anything that they can do better than they are right now, except just get that extra W and play spoiler. So I think they can let it fly a little bit more so, and I would gravitate toward doing something with Jared Goff and maybe looking at his overs. But again, nothing that I ended up doing with the props. By the way, his completions, 21 and a half. That seems really low to the over is minus 135. I mean, I get it why the juice is that way, but 21 and a half seems really low for his completions. I'd, I might end up on that one. Honestly, Jeff Goff again, historically horrible in cold weather. That, mm-hmm. that is a concern, but True. look, you, 
If I told you 22 degrees and clear in Green Bay on the second Sunday of the year, you sign up for that right now. So, I look, sure. I'm kind of with you. Uh, 21 and a half seems very low on golf, especially with how this game flow, I think it's going to be. First off, I think Green Bay is going to win, but I think this is going to be a, a, a difficult game for them. Because I Agreed. think the idea of people saying, oh, Detroit's going to not try, they're going to be... They're going to be a, a, a can of corn, all that nonsense. Have we paid attention to what Dan Campbell is? His team's not tanking this game. <laughs> They're not tanking this game. They have an opportunity to finish 9-8, and eight, which, by the way, finishing over 500 would probably get Campbell an extra few years of security, job security, Danny. Yeah. You would eliminate your biggest rival from the playoffs. If you do this. Oh, and also, too, they will have swept Green Bay for the first time since Barry Sanders was there. So, this is a huge deal for Detroit in order to win this game. Even though it doesn't mean playoffs. It doesn't mean, it does, yes, it impacts next year's schedule. It push them to a second-place schedule. It would push them further down the draft board. But they already got a top-ten pick with the Rams pick. I am not buying the argument of, oh, Detroit's not going to try tonight. That's ridiculous. This is going to be a full-blown regular effort from Detroit. I just think Green Bay is going to do enough to win the game. Now, at six, I would take the Lions. There's no way I'm laying it with Green Bay. But if you told me Green Bay won this game 31-17, wouldn't shock me, Danny. Yeah. That's right. I mean, once it hits the six, that's when it gets enticing with Detroit. And, I mean, think about how ugly – and closely played that first game was. It was gross on both ends. The difference was, I think Aaron Jones got a little bit banged up, but if Green Bay calls this game properly, and Matt LaFleur, in my mind, has really done a poor job of utilizing the ground effort, especially with Aaron Jones, who has been one of the most efficient running backs in terms of yards per carry this season, yet he's very much underutilized. And now that you got more faith, more trust, in the development with Aaron Rodgers and his young receivers, you should not have to rely on Aaron Jones in those other roles as much. And you can definitely dominate against this weak Detroit defense who allows the most yards per play coming into this week and probably the most yards per rush attempt. I don't know the exact numbers now, if not one of the most. That's how you should look to establish an early Uh, just control of this game if you're Green Bay. But sometimes Matt LaFleur strays away from that. Sometimes they try to get a little bit too cute. They get one big run, but then they go right back to the play action. And the play action's fine. It's great to have that established, but you still should look to implement the ground effort a lot. And if they're going to do that, that's good for Green Bay. But I also think it's still going to be solid for Detroit in the sense that time will be wound off if they're running the ball more. You're not going to get huge explosive plays necessarily from Green Bay. And literally just look at what the Panthers did. I mean, 500 total yards of offense against the Lions. They could not stop the run at all. You have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Please utilize that. I mean, we're talking about props too, Jeff. Again, if we knew we could trust Matt LaFleur in his game plan, then I would be all over those running props. But I've tried to go in on those before. I tried to do it when they played the Lions the first time. But he just doesn't do it. It makes no sense sometimes why LaFleur does that. Maybe he'll come and prepare this game. As a Packers fan, if you're out there, I'm not a Packers fan. I'm saying for any Packers fan out there, you would hope that that would be the approach. Yeah, Brian Ortega, yeah, he's our Packers fan. I'm sure he Ben Wilson's not even here to talk about it today. I mean, ain't just a shame. All right, Danny, let's go through it. The Super Bowl futures here, uh, just just looking at this real quick, going into the final game tonight, we're not going to count Seattle. We're going to assume Green Bay wins, okay? I think that's fine as a six-point favorite. It's okay to assume they'll win. At BetMGM, Danny, the longest odds to win the Super Bowl are of the New York football giants at 66-1. to No, thank you. No, thank you. Dolphins <laughs> are 50-1. to All right, I'm going to say something that may seem ridiculous to you. Jacksonville at 50-1 to is too long. That's too long on them. Now, I don't think they win the Super Bowl. I'm not even sure they win a playoff game. But mm-hmm. 50 to 1 feels long. Baltimore's 40 to 1, no. Minnesota's 30 to 1, no. Tampa's 25 to 1, not happening. Uh, Chargers, Packers, both at 25 to 1. Packers, 25 to 1 is ridiculous. They're going to be a touchdown underdog against San Francisco. Uh, Dallas at 11 to 1. And then you get to your real favorites. Danny, the best bet on the board is the Cincinnati Bengals. 
at plus 750. The second best bet on the board is the San Francisco 49ers at plus 550. And then Chiefs at plus 350, your favorites, Bills 4-1, to Eagles 5-1. to But San Francisco and Cincinnati, to me, are the best future bets on the board at this point. Completely agree with you on Cincinnati plus 750. I don't have anything against the 49ers. I also think that's a good bet. But the fact you're getting plus 750 with the Bengals, I like that a lot, that they're that high going into the postseason. I get it. They have a tougher road. But, Jeff, they have been the best team over the back half of the season in the AFC. And at plus 750, again, I like that a lot. Um, I wanted to ask you really quick. I know we're heading out, yeah. and I know you're leaning toward the Bucks, but 25 to one on the Bucks as opposed no. to 11 to one on the Cowboys. Oh you yes, to choose, you got to take Tampa. Oh, of, course, I, right? of those numbers, it's not even a debate. Now, I right. think Tampa has. If Tampa's got to play San Francisco at any point, unless a Purdy blows up, they're getting destroyed. Uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hey, uh, the Pro Football Blitz, Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard coming up next. They have a special guest coming on the show. That's how it's easy. For Danny Burke, I'm Jeff Parles. We've enjoyed it all regular season long here on the Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.